You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Welcome, family, friends, fans, and foes. It's time once again for Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling. And I'm your host, Casey Corbin, and thank you for joining us today on the podcast. Uh, but before we get to the podcast, you know what you have to do. You just go to our social media outlets. That's all we ask. Why do I have to go through this every week? It's very simple. On Twitter, TNWPod, with the little squirrely little A, at TNW pod go there follow us give us a like uh instagram this is a difficult one at talking wrestling podcast that's the name of our show talking wrestling podcast you can remember that at instagram follow us there that's probably my our favorite one to keep updated not that they're not updated they're all updated weekly uh because if you go to facebook you go to facebook you got talking wrestling backslash Facebook, but vice versa, Facebook, backslash, talking Wrestling. What else do we have? Spotify, talking Wrestling. Go there. Also, check out Casey Corbin while you're there. Four CDs, awesome. Or albums, or records, whatever you want to call them, but they're there. Not only that, iTunes, rate, review, subscribe, five-star rating, favorable, favorable review, and um, we'll be grateful. Uh, that's pretty much it. Never Say Network. Never Sleeps Network, Uh, obviously, we're there as well. And, um, yeah, we're popular. Podcasts are found. Now, with me right here, right now, six feet away, uh, half-vaxxed, fully waxed, and fully maxed maxed to the gas, uh, Reese Turner's here, buddy. What's going on? (laughs) What's up? I like that. Fully waxed. Yeah, uh, fully waxed. Uh, my arms are stacked, uh, ready to get into the compact. I don't know. I got nothing. I got. <laughs> How are you, buddy? You good? I'm great. Uh, do you remember when Pamela Anderson had a TV show and they called it Stacked, and she was a librarian, and the double entendre were her double entendres? Yes. The only reason I know this because there is a comedian that was in that show, Brian Scalero. Yes. Yeah, and that, that's the only reason I know that that show existed because of Brian Scalero and his fucking sweet tats. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, so uh, how was your how was your wrestling week? What did uh, oh, you get up to? Yeah, it was great. You know, I watched. Uh, you know, I watched pretty much everything I could. Uh, it was a good week. You know, there's there's a lot of content to watch. Uh, and yeah, I, I watched most of it, baby. Uh, well, yeah, pretty much the same thing. Like, well, like, well, hockey, hockey is interfering with my wrestling habits because my team is still in the playoffs. So, um, you know, like, uh, I think it's Thursday night, Saturday night, Sunday, Thursday. I can't remember what nights are, what are playoff nights and whatever. Oh no. Sunday. Yeah. Sunday was our first game of the playoffs. And that was great because we had Sunday. It was a three o'clock game. And then all of a sudden, boom, we're into the pay-per-view. And then after that, boom, we watched A&E's Treasures. Uh, So that was a long night of wrestling. Um, AEW is – here's the weird thing. AEW is still advertised on TSN as being on their Wednesday nights, and it's not on their Wednesday nights. And then if you go on Friday night to TSN, something else will be advertised there. Like, it could be – you know, goddamn curling. And if you click on it, it's AEW wrestling. So go, no matter what TSN says on your box up here, especially if you're with Rogers, the AEW is on TSN regardless of what it says at 10 o'clock our time. Yeah. Yeah. 
This is, I think, do you think this is a, a scam? Do you think TSN and Vince McMahon are coll- are colluding behind the scenes well, Rogers, to make that people can't watch AEW? Rogers are in cahoots with WWE because Rogers is the only provider of the WWE network in Canada. That's what I'm thinking. They're trying to fuck with our boys at AEW. I don't know. They Maybe there's, there's six letters McMahon doesn't like. A-E-W... TNT. No, I was gonna say fucking, and then I was like, "What were the other?" I can't even remember. So I just want to. Okay, so yeah, so so dynamite was great, but before I even wanted to get into dynamite, um, oh yeah, and then there was like the dark. That's the where we have to start. Even before dynamite, we have to because we tape on Thursdays. We have to talk about the dark side of the ring. Which was with Dynamite Kid, and yeah, uh, Dynamite Kid, and it was it was it was dark, and it was great, and you know we're gonna need a documentary on um, Bret Hart's wife and her sister, <laughs> like in the lives that they they've led. Like, oh my God, one had to like live this twenty year, twenty five year deal with Brett and going through everything that Brett went through and she was there the whole time and then the other one was like yeah I got out in 92 and I look a little better than you you know because uh, not because I'm younger it's because I got out in 92 and got away from the guy that pulled a shotgun out and held it to my head you know like are you insane like what are you doing Your, 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 your suplex is just as nasty you don't need a gun. <laughs> you don't need the bullets. Don't waste it. You know, dynamite. You know, when well, he was a nut. Like, I remember my dad is the one who told me, first off, about the British Bulldogs, period. The only reason I knew about them is because my father, both of my parents are British. Yeah. And the British Bulldogs are a huge point of pride for British wrestling fans. And my dad was super into them. And I only know Dave, I only knew Davy Boy Smith through watching. Yeah. Right. And then uh, my dad's like, he's not even the best one. There was another bulldog, and he was insane. Yeah. And I was like, and he, this is before he knew anything. He just knew that this guy was insane. You know, and he's, he's had that reputation since the fucking 80s of just being a little, since probably before, but since I've known about it since the 80s. Well, it's that, I think it's that classic uh, pit bull thing where he, he has little man syndrome, but he's the biggest, yeah. most jacked little man out there. So he's a pit bull. And yeah. he's just going to come up and face, it doesn't matter. It's like, it doesn't matter who, who, how bigger you are. Uh, Mike Tyson invented a new punch. It's called a jump and an uppercut at the same time. <laughs> and it'll knock every tall person out and straight, straight out. Like, you know, and, and it's like, he's that kind of guy, you know, and, uh, it, it it was pretty good though. It was very interesting, like how many wrestlers are inspired by him, and how many, you know, like I always loved his snap suplex. Like Davy Boy had his showcase suplex where he'd hold him up for, you know. But Dynamites was the exact opposite. It was like I'm gonna take you fast and low, bam, you know, like, and he would do a little jump yeah. before it, and then as he did the jump, and it was like a little teeter totter effect, and then bam. And it's just like yeah. nobody does it like that. Um, no. Other things like they showed, obviously, you know, they showed his influence on a lot of wrestlers. They could not obviously show the most obvious one, which was Benoit. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, but they did show Eddie Guerrero doing similar moves and Owen Hart and like all these guys. But um, one story they touched upon was the uh, the the. The Rougeos um, knocking out Dynamite's teeth. And it was always said to be a uh, roll of quarters, but in a this it was a brass knucks. Yeah. But um, th- the story's a little confused. And even on the uh, dark side of the ring, I don't feel they explained fully what happened. And, like, did you get it? Like, what do you, th- like, what, what do you think went on there? I tell you the truth, I uh, I had a hard time gleaning it as well. But from what I've heard, it's like he was giving uh, Rousseau the gears, 
Correct. Like uh, they were giving Rougeau the friggin' gears. And I heard, this is what I heard. I heard it was a roll of quarters. I'm nobody though, but I heard it was a roll of quarters and he popped him in the mouth after a bunch of abuse. Um, This was, there wasn't a one day thing. This this had gone on for a few weeks, months even. Oh yeah. So, so here's um, one of the first wrestling biographies I ever read uh, back when I first started reading wrestling biographies. I think it might've been the second one. Uh, I read, and it was um, Pure Dynamite. And it's the paperback of the Dynamite Kid's career. And he talked about it very... uh, He was very honest throughout the entire book uh, about his steroid use, about his bullying, about uh, beating up people in the ring for real, you know, like uh, fighting in, in, you know, like in bare bare fist fighting and stuff like that. And he was honest about this. And basically... When the Rougeos came in, the Bulldogs were razzing them, and they were the Bulldogs and Owen Hart and Kurt Henning were probably the biggest pranksters on the roster. There, you know, everybody knows about Owen. You know, Bulldog was hand in hand with them pretty much, and and Kurt Henning was a legendary <laughs> prankster as well. Well, they were kind of a little a little bit of a clickish, whatever, whatever, and whatnot. And what happened was. The Rougeos were sitting beside, or, or they were all in the same dressing room, and the Rougeos' um, bag was left out there, and Kurt Henning came in with a pair of scissors, and went into the bag and cut their jeans all up in shreds, and so both, so so basically, he came back after the match, and he had no fucking pants to wear. So he had to wear his tights home, and it's not, I don't even think it's humiliating. Tights and a jacket is what you wear in the ring. It just looks like you're going home as a character, you know. Like, but yeah. anyway, they, they apparently they, Kurt Henning, uh, chopped up the pants. The Bulldogs got blamed for it uh, because the, uh, the the build up to it there was what, like razzing and yeah. you know and stuff like that and being stiff in the ring. Uh, the Rougeos had enough. And Dynamite Kid, I mean, I mean, and Jacques Rougeau, uh, it said in the book, used brass knuckles and friggin' sucker punched him right in the mouth. And he lost uh, like three of his bottom teeth and knocked him out like cold. And um, then basically when they went to complain and went to, they were going to go to Vince about everything, uh, Pat Patterson said, you don't want to stir up things. Because uh, your next trip to Montreal might be your last one. Like those guys, those guys are connected. You know, he goes, those guys know people that make people disappear. So you know, you don't want to fuck with them. So, so they're so they're. I I think people were confused because some people thought that Jacques Rougeau was saying that they were tiny with the mob, and they never said that. Um, you know, it was. Pat Patterson said they may have been. So that's where that idea came from. It's hilarious. And and that's what happened. So and then um Vince wanted an apology. He, uh, the Bulldogs wanted an apology and wanted the dental work paid for. And uh, I think they ended up getting let go uh, as a result of it or, or phased out. So or or Dynamite did at least, and then Davy Boy started his solo career. While Dynamite went back to Stampede and wrestled with Johnny Smith as the new Bulldogs. I think that's what happened. Okay. So, pardon okay. me if I'm wrong. Wikipedia might have it better, but I'm just trying to read uh, the Wikipedia I have right now in front of me. So, okay. no, I don't have that. Uh, it's not, that's, I could, it took me 20 minutes to uh, late to set up the friggin' mic that i forgot to hit record on damn it no you imagine oh, I was, oh <laughs> man i was gonna say you didn't hit record no. you just went into so much detail about this story i would have laughed so hard oh my uh, god no 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 so that's so that's that but uh dynamite kid it was it was crazy it was crazy and then um uh i didn't um i don't remember dynamite what happened on dynamite per se I do remember watching it, but I just don't remember what happened. Um, I also watched the next night on Saturday. I watched the In Your House 
it was God. not the in-house pay-per-view. It was the press conference. And let me tell you, Cameron Grimes is the only one that's over with personality and character. Moon. Moon. Every, everybody loves it. It's yeah. great. They had a live audience for the pay-per-view. Um, but the, I don't know, like the NXT pay-per-views, especially the takeovers, they were like kind of the elite show. Like this is the NXT showcase of our best. And they were like four matches and you might have one tag team, uh, three, two or three single matches. And that was it. Like that's, that was the card. And that was, you had to earn your way on. But this last takeover looked like a WWE card where, uh, all of a sudden the first match is like seven guys. And then the second match is two, and then the third match is three. Or the fourth match is like four people, and then the fifth match is like five people. It seems like we're trying to get everybody on one show, and that's yeah. not what I want. I want the best of the best of the best on these shows because they don't happen all the time. You know? You yeah, know what I'm saying? Of course. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Well, what did you think of the actual pay-per-view? Other oh, than how man. Because it, it was built. It was long. Like I tried to watch it. I'll be honest, I fell asleep, uh, but then I watched the five-way match again at the end. Yes. And I'll be honest, I fell asleep, and then I watched it a third time. It was okay. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed uh, the ladder match. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed the million... I, I thought it would have been funnier if Cameron Grimes was more uh, in in awe of the briefcase that you could see through. Rather than the million dollar belt, I would have thought like, plus I get this cool case. Oh my God. Lunchbox, baby. This is the nicest lunchbox I ever seen. Exactly. To the moon. You know, like I thought that would have been hilarious. And like, cause like, you know, uh, and then the belt itself, the million dollar man belt. I don't know if it was the real million dollar man belt. I don't know either. (laughs) I don't know if it was, but it's a good replica. Yeah. And uh, and it was uh, it was a great match. There was that that finish, the bump he took in the end, with the sort of had the slingshot ladder in between the other ladder and the ropes. It was creatively done. But come on, ladder matches they're uh, they're all one and the same now. They're they're all just uh, spot spot showcases. And uh, you know, like when you really go back and you watch Shawn Michaels and Razor do WrestleMania ten with one ladder, and that's it. You really realize how great, like, they are at storytelling. And it's not a spot fest, but it's just a storytelling of them and Ladder and Razor. And, uh, yeah, but great matches. And the main event was good, too. Like, um, going back to the press conference, they asked Killian Cross, who's from Toronto, whoop, whoop, um, if, uh, who he thought could beat him. And he was like, Kyle O'Reilly. And then he's like, and he's like, why? And he goes, well, you don't see it, but then he hits it, and then you then you don't see it. You know, he basically goes, he'll hit you from out of nowhere, and you won't even know. And I was like, that's fucking right. Like, that's the thing is, like, they all look like wrestler stars. Like, Gargano has his gimmick, and Adam Cole looks like Tom Cruise, and uh, L.A. Gear looks like L.A. Gear. Or L.A. Yeah. British Knights or L.A. I think Knights. Adam Cole is the only one who doesn't really look like a wrestler, but I think he's one of the better wrestlers. I think he kind of looks like uh, Shawn Michaels. He looks like a cross between Shawn Michaels and Tom Cruise to me. Which are... He looks like a cross. You're right. He looks like a cross between Shawn Michaels and Tom Cruise if they got into meth in their early 20s. Yeah. Instead of Scientology. Well, the Tom Cruise I'm talking <laughs> about is not even the Tom Cruise. I'm talking about uh, Frank <laughs> T.J. Mackey from Magnolia. Okay. He looks okay. like Frank T.J. Mackey and Shawn Michaels. Like, he looks like a guy that just has so much pussy. Like, and I mean that <laughs> in the most complimenting and not offending way to Britt Baker uh, or whatever. But look, at she can get whatever she wants. You know, there was even a joke where they said, I'm going to kick your, te- your teeth in, but I guess the good news for you is you know a good dentist. And I was like, ooh, eat up, eat up, So, um, <laughs> hey, eat up, D-F-D, hey, eat up, D-F-D. 
D, yeah, D. Uh, WWE's like, fuck, we passed on her. Damn it. Um, or we just didn't know what to do with her. Uh, did you see uh, they brought in uh, Piper um, Piven? Piven and uh, they didn't, they pretended they didn't know who she was. They ghosted her. so stupid, man. I fucking hate. How, okay. I now it feels like I only watch the WWE out of duty to our listeners that I feel like I have to report on it so that they don't have to watch it because 90% of the times I watch it now, I am like, Oh, this is dog shit. And then you hear how certain fans react and I'm like, Oh man, some of these fans are dog shit. And then I'm like, Oh man, I have to watch these dog shits for the other dog shits. Oh my God. So much dog shit. (laughs) But I'm lucky that our listeners we're discerning. We're classy wrestling fans. Well, we don't go out there and make fun of people's body types because we're not fucking animals. Unless we are those body types. And then that's all we got. No, no. Piper Niven's got a great body, a banging bod. Yeah, yeah, but that's not even the thing. She's a good Canadian. She's not even Canadian. She's not even Canadian at all. No, she's from she's from uh, Scotland, and uh, and she's but she's uh, she wrestled in the May Young tournament like two years ago, and she had a great match, and she wrestles for NXT UK. She's employed by the WWE, and these are like, we don't know who she. Well, you know who fucking Walter is. Why don't you know who she is? Because it didn't work for the heater angle. If Walter came in as somebody's heater, we'd be like this. Oh, who the fuck is that math teacher, and why is he so angry? (laughs) And why is he so? Why is he so Nazi-ish? What is going on? Why is he so Austrian? Because he is Austrian. Um, he's so Austrian. He's so Austrian. So like he needs he needs to be American sized like Arnold was, you know, (laughs) who was used to be so Austrian, but not Austrian anymore. Um, the, uh, I, yeah. What else was I going to say? Oh my God. So the Jake, the snake Roberts came out after, I guess after the Bret Hart documentary, because Jake wasn't in enough stuff that week. And, uh, and Jake Roberts said that uh, Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart were the worst champions in WWE history because they couldn't draw. Yeah, I read that. I saw that. We're like, what? Come on, Jake. Why? What are you doing? Why are you taking shots? Uh, I don't even know if you watch the the AEW or no the A and the A and E biography, and that's what they're famous yeah. for doing. A and E's biography. It's their longest running series, and they do Bret Hart. And what's he doing at the start and throughout the whole episode? He's drawing. So don't say he doesn't know how to draw when he's a fantastic cartoonist. So good. So good. So good. Also, you know what? He was selling merch. He was drawing. You want to say the worst The worst person to ever hold the belt was Kevin Nash. You know what? There's a, there's a huge dip there. I like, know, but what's, what's funny is they, it's not that Kevin Nash couldn't draw. And the NWO shirt was one of the highest selling shirts ever. But, yeah. uh, and Kevin Nash is the first thing that started. I don't know if Scott Hall was the first one in, and then Kevin Nash. But anyway, uh, uh, you wouldn't have those NWO shirts without Kevin Nash. And Kevin Nash changed the game. Every guy, like every contract that Kevin Nash, like the contract that Kevin Nash got is what everybody wants. Because when you're the top guy, no matter who came in after him, he got like if they got more than him, he matched it. So when Brett came in and got that sweet contract, Kevin and Razor were both like, "Yo, thanks, Brett," you know. But they never yeah. tell, they never talk about that because they only talk about how oh Brett was comfortable being the hundred and fifty grand a year champ. You know, he was comfortable doing that, and they're like, "No, man, you got the belt. You got to get more money." So that when we have the belt, we'll get more money. Like it's you gotta. Yeah. You go, well, but, Brett was an old school guy in the business. These guys were both outsiders in the business who came in. Literally, they outsiders. were the outsiders. Yes, right? and and you are one hundred percent right. Like Brett, you know, like it was. He grew up in the business, and and then the business was family. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, Brett. Uh, they talked about that. Vince said he was, you know, like a father figure to him, and. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, but and to say that Brett didn't draw, it's like fucking ninety two thousand at Wembley Stadium. You come on, that's a draw. Yeah, come on. That, that's come on. on. That's on. That's 
Even if it's SummerSlam, yeah, it's going to sell out. But that's Bret Hart at the main event, and he gets the credit. So, you know, I I uh, I think it's hogwash to even say that that like when Shawn Michaels <coughs> is considered the best in ring performer of all time, and Bret Hart is one of the greatest champions of all time, and Jake the Snake is, um, <coughs> you know. Is well, what can we say great about Jake? Like his best match, like he had some good runs with Honky Tonk, Jake the Snake, Undertaker, and uh, uh, you know, Ricky Steamboat. But aside from that, he never had a world title. You couldn't because you couldn't put one on him because he couldn't nope. carry the company. No, well, he, yeah, he wasn't reliable enough. No, he couldn't even keep his fucking snakes alive. You know, he's killed multiple snakes. Well, I like, said cocaine was the most important thing to him. Well, yeah, yeah. And, and then putting a snake in the trunk, just letting it freeze in the middle of fucking winter. You know, that, that happened more than once. You know, it's uh, it's it's insane. It's insane. Yeah. So, you know, uh, so Jake, uh, we all, on, on TNW, we've uh, decided Brett can draw. You've been doing it for years, whether it be caricatures or... Money in the ring, putting asses in seats. It asses in the chains. That's seats in French. Now, I'm not saying Jake the Snake's not an influential <laughs> wrestler. He's one of the greatest no. promos and has one of the greatest finishers of all time. Yep. He's got yep. that. But. No, this is great, great. Yep. But Jake the Snake, uh, you know, never got the draw with Hogan, and he never got the draw with Warrior. So, you know, he said he had bad luck, but really, was it bad luck? Or was it maybe they couldn't count on you, so they 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 kiboshed it, you know? Well, he got to work with arguably one of the biggest wrestlers of all time, though. He worked that program with Austin there a little. So oh, I arguably thought, he I, got his moment. But I thought you were going to say he worked with Andre, which he also did work with Andre, yeah, yeah. and Andre handled those snakes and no, no snakes. Um, <laughs> did you uh, the AEW treasures? They must have taped these treasures uh, like a long time ago because Jake the Snake, they did a whole episode on Jake the Snake. And then uh, the last episode was about Andre the Giant. So they sent Big Show and Mark Henry off to find Andre the Giant stuff. And uh, it's like, this is like, first, these are like, both of these guys are no longer with them. Yeah. Fuck, man. It's uh it's crazy. So It is. So there's so basically the, the Honor of the Giant one was pretty touching. They ended up getting a jacket from uh one of his original jackets that he wore in the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh his machine mask from when he was a machine, giant machine, which Bobby Heenan oh, fuck, knew yeah, all along. Yeah. Um oh, wow. And they also got uh his passport. Uh, from uh, yeah, they got his passport from this caretaker of his pro- of his property, and uh, and they they met his caretakers Why? who were his best friends, and they just told stories uh, of him, and it was like awesome. So Did he have a kid, the giant. No, it wasn't the giant. Uh, yeah, no. he did. He did have a kid, and uh, not only that, uh, yeah, I think he no, he had a daughter, and not only that. He also had um, a romance, a friendship with uh, Randy Orton's aunt. Oh, yeah, or man. well, or well, Randy or like or Cowboy Bob Orton's sister. So it could be Randy's mom. Maybe I don't know. Must be aunt. Maybe it's his mom. Can you imagine that Andre coming back and be like? I banged your mom. Blah, blah. Well, Randy is a little taller than his dad. <laughs> and if you see it, if you notice those tights are a little uh, tight. And uh, saying, if you look at him sometimes, he's got that big forehead of his, you know. I'm going to say he is a little well endowed. And I would think that a giant would be well endowed. No, so. actually, most giants are micro peened. That's true. Like the NBA. It's a, it's a cruel joke. The, most disappointing league ever because it's like every girl's looking at all their fingers and all their shoes and just imagining oh my god how big is that unit little micro peen boys and then they're like 
Um, so then the, uh, yeah, so the Under the Giant one was, was pretty good, except Mark Henry, uh, well, I don't know if you know this, but, um, he feels the burn when he cries, and, uh, that's from his famous Owen Hart poem that he read on, uh, on the Monday Night Raw after Owen died, and he, and he cried through it, and, uh, he tears up very easily, so he's he's several times throughout this uh, episode he cries because he loves Andre, which is funny. He hates Hogan for being racist, but he loves Andre. And it's like well, <laughs> not what for a, being racist though. But well, well, no, but like it's like it's like look at wh- why why the love why the hatred for Hogan <laughs> because he said the N word one time when he was on camera and didn't know it. And then you hate him for that, but you 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 love Andre? Do you not know of his racist stories? Kamala wore a gun strapped to his leg in the ring of steel cage matches because he was worried that, that, that like Andre was gonna take advantage of him and beat the shit out of him. Like um the bad news brown was tired of being called the N word by Andre and basically challenged him on the bus. And said, we'll pull this bus over and I will take you outside and I will beat you down like, like a, like a, like a, you know, like a circus animal or something like, and basically Andre backed down. Like, Whoa, bad news Brown. Why are you being a dick? No, yeah, he's yeah. Like, I'm not being a dick. No, he's there like, come on. Like there are so many stories of Andre being not necessarily friendly towards, uh, black people. And it's just like. You know, I guess you pick and choose about, you know, what you want and what you like and what you don't like, you know, and, um, uh, yeah, so there's, I just find it funny that he's all, he doesn't like Hogan, but he's all in tears over Andre, a guy who he's never met, who probably wouldn't like him anyways, because number one, Andre hated all the other big guys, because they were a threat to him, and number two, um... Oh, apparently he didn't like black people. Darker. What's That's that? Crazy. That his skin tone was a little darker. That's insane. Yeah. Well, so, he's French. He's from that area, and the people from that part of the world are very bigoted for a long time. Oh, and that's probably why he moved down to the Carolinas. Sorry, listeners in the Carolinas, but you know, North Carolina. <laughs> oh, they're just a bunch of good old boys down there, the Carolinas. Good old Canadian boys down there in Carolina. Got a good boys. He just yells. That's my character. He just yells. Yeah. Eventually, he has an aneurysm. That's it. That's the end. <laughs> oh my God! I was sent to your couch. Oh, I put a curse on your grandmother's duvet, and here I am, Don Cherry. <laughs> oh my God, the Don Cherry. Oh my God. There was. Is there? Is there? Is there? Well, obviously, there's probably been like cherry bomb. Or something like that. But has there ever been a cherry uh, wrestler, cherry wrestler, or anything like that? No, probably not. Uh, uh, so, cherry, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably somewhere. I would imagine the girl would have been named yeah. Cherry Bomb. That seems like a good wrestler name. Or Cherry Blossom. Or cherry something. Blossom is another one, yes. Or, I don't know. But anyways. Um, <laughs> now, we have, uh, we're going into... Uh, even though we just finished the NXT pay-per-view, I believe this is this Sunday, Hell in the Cell? Sunday, yes. But isn't it Father's Day? Is it Father's Day? They're putting Hell in the Cell on Father's Day? I think they're putting Hell in the Cell on Father's Day. Hell of a son. Come on. Hold on a second. Let me go on my computer here. Oh, my God. My laptop's over and away. My yeah. laptop, it's running away. It's oh, and, uh, okay, here we go. Running away. With the devil. Running with the devil. All right, here we go. Oh, oh by the way, Bronson Reed, uh, North American champion of NXT. Uh, I didn't know who he was when I was going to the store when I went to PWG in Reseda. And I had to go use the uh, ATM, but the closest ATM was at the CVS, uh, a block away. 
So I had to leave the Legion to go to the CVS to go to a block away and get the ATM. But yeah. as I was walking over there, three wrestlers were walking over there as well, and I kept in my distance. So I was a little ahead of them. And then when they came into the CVS, uh, I let them. I let well Zack Saber Jr. go in front of me, and then Walter just kind of went behind him. So Walter, I'll be like, "Hey, you Nazi fuck, get out of line!" I didn't even know who this guy was, but I knew I was not going to fuck with him because he's huge. And so, like, I, I, so he went in front of me, but then the third guy with them was Bronson Reed, who I did not recognize. He was in the first match, but um, I never really seen him become famous until now with the NXT. So it's good to see Bronson Reed, you know, evolve from the third man on the trip to CVS with Zack Sabre Jr. and Walter uh, to, to become something in my mind. Equal partners. Yeah, equal partners. I love his name because he just purely just ripped he's australian or something isn't he yeah i think so yeah 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 Yeah, he, he just like totally well, he's just, samoan as well he's samoan yeah. he's got samoan like because like one of australia's most notorious guys ever was named chopper reed oh yeah and like and then there's another guy well like you know uh what's his name bronson charles uh, bronson the, exactly the uh but not the maybe that one too oh, maybe pierce the bronson one, but, no, the guy in jail. There's a guy who's currently sitting in jail. Oh. Yeah, and he's a bald... Tom Hardy made a film about him, and it's I believe it's Charles Bronson as well. But, like, I think he just took the two names and stuck them together. That's where he's Bronson Reed. And it's a great name, and he's, like, a lunatic, I bet. Hey, is he a lunatic? I think so, yeah. He's a good yeah, wrestler, exactly. though. I'll tell you that now. Big guy. Yep. Big guy. He comes, a... <laughs> comes off top rope. So. Uh, Charles Bronson, there's, like, a scene in this movie in jail where, like, he just, like... He strips naked, covers himself in paint, what? and then just starts to beat the shit out of a guard so that the other guards will rush him, and they can't grab him because he's just covered in slick paint. Yeah. So he's, like, fighting all these, like, guards and stuff. Like, that's, it's like, he's one of Engl- the UK's most notorious prisoners. That's one of the best ideas ever. If you can cover yourself in paint and then wet paint signs all over you, <laughs> nobody can touch you. It's Don't against the law. Come here. You gotta get, you gotta get done with wet paint. There's wet paint all over me. You gotta, I gotta fucking. I'm not even. A, I'm not even. I'm gonna go to festivals this summer where I'm not totally comfortable uh, being this close to everybody, and I'm gonna wear. I'm not even gonna paint myself. I'm just gonna wear wet paint socks. <coughs> and people will be like, "Are you freshly painted?" And I'm like, "Fuck yeah! I'm actually. I'm actually not white." And I'm they're like, painted. "Yeah." So, um, yeah. Hell in a Cell is coming up, and um, on May. T- oh wait, oh and this and this Hell in a Cell. Uh, no, it's not this weekend. It's not till twenty the twentieth. Okay. Wait, wait, that is this weekend. That is this weekend. Yeah. Uh, guess what? <laughs> it's not till the twentieth. We're losing track of the days, my friend. Uh, they're they're leaving the Thunderdome. After yep. this, and they're going live. Live, pal. No, NXT went live, but this is their first uh, store, trip live. And uh, they will be doing it live from, uh, where are they? Well, they're going to be somewhere. Texas. Tropicana Field? No, well, that well, was crazy. I can't wait until they do this program live in front of people. And they finally get feedback on all of the horseshit characters that they've been forced cheering in the Thunderdome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, people are going to boo or not react, and hopefully they're going to realize how Yeah, or, you, you know, like, like they're going to be like, uh, w- we want, you know, we want, um, what's it? we want Otis's beard back. Like, come on. Yeah, he, sh- he shaved, and then he looked like that, uh, the fat dude from Teen Wolf. Yeah, he looks like ass. You know, he does. He looks horrible. It's like, come on, man. Give the guy a beard. So you took his partner. Don't give him that. At you least. took his partner. Then you took his storyline. his woman. Yeah, and then you take his yeah. beard and you put him with Chad Gable, who's Kurt Henning's kid, but not his kid, and nobody cares about the kid. Like, jeepers, oh, man. Buddy. Oh, garbage. <laughs> jeepers, man. I love that. I love that. Yeah, poor, like, what the hell's going on? What's now, going on? Now, now, obviously, this card is subject to change, but right now, this is like an NXT card. It's got uh, six 
five matches. It's now, but there'll be more added. But so far, we have one match is Bobby Lashley against Drew McIntyre, a last chance in hell in a cell match. Um, number two, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair for the woman's uh, title. Bianca Belair versus Bailey. Yes, love Bailey. Bailey's doing everything right yeah. on the WWE. Ding dong, hello. If you hate that, it's working. Yeah. You're supposed to hate it. I can't wait for Bailey to be booed when they get back to live because she needs to be rewarded because she's often left behind because she's not as hot as the others because she kind of looks she's like hyper talented. Bailey is one of my favorite wrestlers. Dude, she's one of the I... best wrestlers in the fucking place. Yeah, I awesome. hate that they they're like I love the ding dong hello, but I hate the laugh thing that they're making her do all the time now. It's well, there's annoying to me. I've been doing pointing and laughing for a long time. I stopped it. Used to do this. Used to, when I used to work at restaurants, me and my buddies, yeah. or we'd go to bars and we'd be like, "Hey, should we do point and laugh?" We're like, "Yeah, let's do point and laugh." And then all of a sudden, one of us would point at somebody and just start chuckling. Then eventually, it ascends to like. Five guys just pointing and like fucking laughing until the guy's like, "What?" And we're like, "Nothing," and then that's it. Like, it just we we used to used to do it to make people paranoid. We're like, "Nothing." We're just pointing yeah. and laughing. Why do you think that's it's crazy. about you? But if, was, you, if, you had, if you'd have done that in the neighborhood I grew up in, like you guys would have gotten in so many fights. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, was. That would have been insane. Like, if I would have done that in my neighborhood, I would have gotten stabbed in my face. You know what I mean? <laughs> I would have been like, "You laughing at me?" And I'd be like, "This, no, man, it's a game." And he would have stabbed me three times before I answered him. You know? Well, they, she does it very well, and her and Seth Rollins were doing it together, <laughs> and I have done it many times. The people be. Like, <laughs> Too much. Um. Too much. The. Uh... Yeah, Bianca Belair versus Bailey, a rematch. Hopefully, Bianca Belair, something's got to be done about her hair. Because if she uses it as a weapon, then we can use it as a weapon. That means we're allowed well, to pull yeah, it. I, yeah, I think they, well, they, pulling hair has always been in wrestling. You got five seconds not Bill to pull Goldberg. it. Unless you're Bill Goldberg. So, um. <laughs> Roman Top Reigns. Top five bald wrestlers. Top five bald wrestlers. Go. Top five bald wrestlers? All time. Top five bald wrestlers of all time. Go. Don't even think that much. Just say them as they come. Oh, well, Stone Cold. One. Number one. Yeah, okay. Number two. Hulk Hogan. Does he okay. count? Kind. Yeah. No, yeah. No. No, because he's Okay, okay. Well, forget Hulk Hogan. Okay. No Hulk Hogan. Stone Cold. Okay. Uh, superstar Billy Graham. Superstar Billy, he's he kind of had the same hair for a long time as Hulk Hogan. Though he had the horseshoe. Oh uh, no! Okay, okay, fuck, fuck. Okay, 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 okay. Hold on, hold on. I'm talking hold bald. On. I want bald. Cue ball bald. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think. It's like I'm fucking. It's. No. Wait. Wait. Okay. Stone Cold Steve Austin. What's that? Okay. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yes. You got him. You got Stone Cold. He's on the list. Okay. Who else? Bad News Brown. Oh no! I don't think Bad News Brown. I'm gonna have to say, uh, of Harry all time, of, of all time, no, of all time, we're going all yeah. time. Yeah. Okay, uh, Baron von Rask. Okay, Baron von Rask. I'm saying Perry Saturn. Um, I would not say Perry Saturn ever. He's great. No. He's great. He made me care about the Death Valley Driver. He had the rings of Saturn, which later wait, became wait. the Brutalizer. Well, what happens like? Like does what what does happens with Taz? Is he a mohawk or is he a? No, yeah, it's a mohawk. That's a hairstyle. That's okay, that's a hairstyle. So Taz doesn't count. And so um, I'm just trying to think. Cheapers, uh, um, I guess Bad News Brown has to be in there. Um, yeah. Also. Ooh, 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 ooh. Mm. Well, this is hard for you, huh? It is hard. I'm trying to think of all the bald wrestlers, and there's not a lot of them, or there's a lot of people that shaved their head. Like Randy yeah, Orton's head Conan. is shaved. Oh, what like Conan. what? What about like Batista? The Rock is bald right now, but wasn't The Rock? 
it was bald at the end of his career, but that's not long enough to be great. It's bald guy. Same with Batista. Um, George the Animal Steel is bald his entire career. Is that something? Or is that nothing? No, he's bald. That's that counts. If you want to say him, you can say him. I don't know. I King don't... Kong Bundy. You can say King Kong Bundy. King Kong oh, Bundy, I will say. King Kong Bundy, yes, 100% yeah. is on that list. Okay, uh, so we've got King Kong Bundy, Stone Cold. Bam Bam Bigelow. Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah, fantastic pick. Huge, great, agile, big man. Um, Bam Bam Bigelow. And... Uh, Jeepers, bald guys, eh? Oh, shit. It's just so tough. Um, Right? Who do you have? We didn't even prepare for this. We didn't even. Usually we have. I know. This is on the fly. This is on the fly. So I'm going Stoke Cold. Stone, I'm going, uh, number, number, uh, what, uh, no, uh, order, no particular order. I'm going Stone Cold, uh, King Kong Bundy, uh, Bam Bam Bigelow is also on my list. Uh, Bam Bam Bigelow. So uh, there's three of them right there. Yes. Uh, number four, a bald wrestler, a baldy locks. Perry Saturn is on my list. I yeah, that's a garbage wrestler. Cross eyed. He's a great wrestler. Hogan used to call him everything. a cross eyed midget. Oh, he was great. The Best rings skaters. of the rings of Saturn. Jeez. Yeah, the Z's yeah. of Casey. <laughs> That's Pac me falling the same asleep. finishing move. It's called the brutalizer now. It's the don't same move. Like it. Don't even like it. Next. Yes, you do. I can tell. Look at you. You're smiling. You love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, Stone Cold, King Kong Bundy, Bam Bam Bigelow, Perry Saturn, and my last pick. Just for, incredible. Uh, Oh, God, that's a great pick. I didn't even think of Just Incredible. <laughs> Fuck. You ruined my last pick. Because he's the worst wrestler of all time. Ladies and gentlemen, Ahmed Johnson. Whoa, wait a minute. How come, like, wait, Goldberg? We don't say Goldberg? He's no, not I one of the Goldberg. best bald wrestlers? I hate him. He's got to be on there. Before Perry Fine. Saturn. No, he's, he's no Perry Saturn, okay? Yeah, he's Perry Saturn's never been in a main event. Um, sure. So, okay, he takes Ahmed Johnson's spot. So. Ahmed Johnson, there's another. Yeah, yeah he was another big guy. Eh? That's, uh, but he was he hurt people a lot. So did Goldberg. Um, yeah, kicked the man right in the head. Ended his career. The hitman. What about, uh, well, no, Vader had hair. Um, yeah, so we have Goldberg in there. That's someone. Like and I couldn't believe we couldn't put that in there faster. Uh, Lance Storm was bald; uh, is bald right now. And, yeah, but uh, even during the time he had that weird military fade up straight top. Yes, he did. Because um, like, Shawn Michaels is bald now. No, no, he's got some hair. Um, yeah, kind of, I guess. When he <laughs> that's, when that's, he lets you see it. I love that. I love that. That uh, that's crazy. So, oh, Bobby Lashley. Nice stand by my picks. Bobby Lashley, I'm, we're looking at the main event. Are you held I stand by my picks. I stand by my picks. Um, <laughs> Alexa Bliss. Benjamin. Alexa Bliss is uh, wrestling yeah. Shayna Blazler in a singles match. Yeah, with a doll, too, probably. That'll be something. <laughs> doll in a yeah, pole so. match. Uh, Roman Reigns is wrestling with Paul Heyman versus Rey Mysterio. So you know the sun is going to factor into this match, and so is uh, Oos. But that's it. That's the card. That's the card, and that card is going to be four hours. Four matches. Excuse me. So um, that is that. And on the indie scene, um, Nick Gage is uh, feuding with Zack Ryder. Yeah, and I think Zack Ryder Matt Cardona. Holy God, he'll probably do one death match, and that'll be it for him forever. Like Ever, forever, he'll never do another. What about Nick Gage? He's bald. Yeah, no, he's not on my list. No, who else was? Uh... If they do death match, they're probably not on my list. I hate that shit. 
fucking hate it. I'm not a big deathmatch fan myself. I hate it. I can't watch it, man. It's stupid. Like it, you guys like don't puncture a lung because you want to like you want to look tough. Don't do that. Yeah, it's the stupid. idea is I hate it when it looks real. Like I mean, like I don't want it to be real. I don't want people to get hurt. I hate watching sports industry. I was gonna say I hate watching sports industries. <laughs> I hate watching sports injuries, <laughs> and uh, and yeah, yeah, I don't like that. I don't like when people get hurt. I can't watch uh, wrestling injuries. Ugh. Yeah, man, it's not like Brock Lesnar yeah, it's not fun. It's doing not that fun. shooting star press, and he hits his neck. Ugh. Yeah. Or uh, yeah. Owen Hart's yeah, psycho Sid when he jumps off the second rope uh, to give a big boot for some reason. What were you doing, Sid? What were you doing? Why? Why? Boot? Come on, Sid. Why was maybe a Stone Cold like, like why was Owen Hart doing that pile driver? Like, I always wonder that. Like, why you tombstone? You'd go to your knees, or you do the other pile stone pile driver, and you dump your ass. He had him yeah. on the front pile driver, and then went to his ass. Yeah, it doesn't make out. any sense. That's not a proper. Well, we all know the result. Yep. So, you know, uh, they hurt me. They hurt Stone Cold. So McMahon, yep. in punishment, dropped him. And uh, yeah, Lublaze, Lublaze, deaf, dead. Unfortunately, um, yeah. I don't want to end on that though. We got about uh, five <laughs> minutes, so we can come up with something. Um, what about Headbanger, Thrasher, and Mosh for the top five bald wrestlers of all time? You know, well, what about DOA? I mean, uh, the no, they of sucked. Apocalypse. Yeah, they sucked. What about... Uh, um, be- uh, what about Luke and, and Butch from the, the Bushwhackers? The Bushwhackers, yes. Yes, they could be up there. They could be there. Um, yeah, yeah. What about Casey Quarles from, choices from like, uh, early 2000s? Where I was bald. Yeah, you were bald. Oh man, don't go bald. Bald is like you got hair, buddy. Grow that hair out. I know. Now I'm like Matt Riddle. I love my hair. Yeah, it's the best. Look at this. That's the best Chris. thing about WWE is RK Bro. I'll just say it right now. Yeah. Did I, I tell you my theory on RK Bro? What is that? Matt Riddle is the one who turns heel, not Randy Orton. Whoa. Yeah. I think eventually that's going to happen. I think it's going to be Randy Orton is going to be like, oh, what the fuck? And he's going to get a, a run as a temporary face. I think Matt Riddle is going to do the heel turn. If they if they turn one on the other, it will be Riddle doing it to Randy. I think. And do you think Riddle will just drop the, the stoner character and just be like a calculating mastermind? Uh, either that or it keeps on as the stoner character. But it's just like... Oh, bro, you thought I was your bro, bro? I'm not your bro, bro, bro. <laughs> you know, like, it would be a very funny, uh, <laughs> be very, very funny promo. Anything they like, and they're they're doing it slowly every week. And like, to be honest, this is what I'm tuning into the WWE for these days is RK yeah. Bro. I want to see more RK Bro. As much as I love Bobby Lashley with the title, Drew McIntyre, their matches, um, not a big Rhea Ripley fan, but um, I like to see Nikki Cross in the heavyweight pitcher. I mean, the, not heavyweight pitcher, the women's wrestling pitcher. Um, yeah. And if there's one thing I want to add to just general wrestling comments is with all the factions in AEW, I really wish that they would make a uh, six-man title. Well, it's coming. It's got to be coming. It has to be coming. And Death Triangle should hold it forever. Also, um, I don't know about that, but I do know this as well. No, they uh, should. Billy Corrigan was on Jericho's podcast, and it was very good. Uh, and NWA Power is starting up again, and I'm excited for that. Good. Good. I hate Billy Corrigan, though. What? No, I know you said you don't like yeah. him as a singer. You said yeah, him and him and his voice. And I love Billy Corrigan. So yeah, and Getty Lee. I love Getty Lee. Come on, come on, come on, come on. 
tonight. That's my my whole new bit when I come back to stages, Casey, is I'm just going to do shitty impressions of people. Well, I have... <laughs> about Don Cherry and Billy Corgan. I have a song parody of uh, Bullet with Butterfly Wings, but it's very Weird Al. Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's about it's about uh, food going bad, so it's like uh, pass the best before date means the meat's just a rotting away. Pass the best before date means the meat's just a rotting away. Someone said trim the mold and the meat it'll still be okay, but pass the best before date means the meat's just a rotting away. Tell me there's some kind of way to keep lunch meat off my plate and keep lunch meat for 40 days today. And then it slows down. It's like, pass the best before date means the meat's just a rotting away. Anyways, yeah. It's the dumbest song ever. It's called uh, Bullet with Butterfly Mold. And uh, Bullet with butterfly mold, that's man. what it is. And it's cool. And uh, it's, yeah, we used to do parodies, me and my buddy Trevor Paye. And uh, yeah, that's one of the ones we recorded. So, you know, <laughs> along with uh, um, uh, Right Now was Brown Cow, a song about Brown Cow. And uh, right here, Brown Cow. No, we did right chocolate milk today. Yeah, that's kind of, that's like kind that. of what it was. That's uh, pretty good. <laughs> we also did uh, Man on the Moon. But Man on the Moon, we did it about a compulsive liar. So it was like, uh, he's like, uh, would you believe I ate a steak with a spoon? Steak with, steak a, spoon, with a spoon, yeah. <laughs> I did it last Friday at noon. My place if at you noon. believe, yeah. and then I had an anti-nature. And it'd be like, no, that's impossible. You can't even, have you ever tried to eat a steak with a spoon? It's impossible. <laughs> You can't do it. You can't do it. Um, I met this kid when my buddy was in university. I was at U of T at a party. And this kid swore up and down. He's like, listen, my dad had a helicopter, okay? And I am a great singer. And I placed third in our regional singing competition. And we're like, oh, shit, word, really? Okay, sing. Sing for his buddy. And then he sang Say It Ain't So by Weezer. But, like, the weirdest version I've ever... And, like, everybody laughed so hard. And I laughed. And I've always been worried about him since. So if you're listening, Billy, from UT circa 2004, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Say it ain't so. (laughs) Say it ain't so. That's it was so bad. It was like a weird choir, like just a horrible version. It's like, oh, you're a Muppet. I mean, when did Kermit, did Kermit fuck your mom? What happened? How did you get that voice? Somewhere a rainbow connection. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the it. Frog here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kermit the Frog here. Uh, there was... Uh, there's a, a comedian at West that does Kermit the Frog and does his, in his act. And uh, I always, uh, yeah, he doesn't do it anymore. I think he retired it. But, um, yeah, yeah, that's, I, I do voices too, but I just don't do them on stage in my act. Yeah, I do. I do them. I do them for fun on podcasts, and you just pull them out of nowhere. Like, yeah, wow, exactly. he can do voices, you know? Oh my god! Yeah, you should get my Jason Statham. It's phenomenal. <laughs> it's me. It's Jason Statham, and we are on a podcast about wrestling. You know, it's pretty. It's a pretty good Jason Statham. You know, like I don't even know who he is. I just know that's how he sounds. Well, what about me, Will Arnett? Does that sound Whoa. anything like Will Arnett? Hello. Uh, oh, me, other Will Arnett. Oh my God, is it Will Arnett Batman, or is it Will Arnett Bateman's friend? Hey, did you ever watch the show uh, Metalocalypse? No, it was an Adult Swim cartoon, and uh, it's me, it's Murderface. <laughs> <laughs> um, where, what's going on? Where's, uh, where are you gonna be? What's, uh, what's going on? <sighs> So, uh, 
this uh well today uh you should be able to tune in and uh check out we did we just released the next episode of film is dead uh over there on the youtube uh channel there uh film is dead show uh and we uh we're in our vegas trilogy right now we just did fear and loathing last week so this week uh it was my pick and i picked in my opinion this is sure to be a heat magnet right now for saying this in my opinion the best vacation movie vegas vacation uh so i attempt to justify that exactly casey's looking at me like I, I I just I just farted in a small child's face. I will say it's the best one. It's the best one. I feel I feel I feel it's number two. Uh, what is it, Papa Giorgio? Papa Giorgio? Nick Papa Giorgio. Nick Purdue, Papa Giorgio. Do you require corrective lenses? No, I do not require them. I do like um like I love the Rusty in that movie. Because he's also in, uh, I think he's in Empire Records. Yes, he is. He plays Mark. Yeah. In Empire Yeah, and he's a great Rusty. And um, I love that where he gets the 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 the, the ID. I, I love that game, I love Vegas Vacation. Is there yeah, Juliet Lewis in who, it? Is Juliet Lewis in it? No, she's not. No. no. Uh, oh, no, she's in the Vegas it? Christmas Vacation. Chris, Chris, who's the Audrey, I, who's the Audrey in this one? Uh, she's, I can't remember her name, but she plays, uh, in the new Riverdale TV show. Oh. She plays, uh, uh, Veronica's mother. Ooh, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it, I honestly, I love the movie. I love that Wallace Shawn is in it as an aggressive casino dealer that yeah. like, just takes all of Clark's money. I love, like, there's, there's a lot for me to like in it. It's, it's a shitty movie, but it's my kind of shitty. You know? It's a, look at it. It's a fun vacation movie. Um, I, and I hate, I just like, you know, uh, I love the first vacation. I, that's my favorite. The second one has got so many great moments. It's fun. Like, like, oh my God, that's just fun moments, but it's not, it doesn't stand up to the first one. A Christmas vacation. It's like, okay, they made a Christmas vacation. Um, you know, it's not even a vacation if they're at somebody's house the whole time. Like it's the least, it's the least vacation-y out of all the vacations. They should have called it staycation. Or they could have called it fucking stay at home stay at home instead of home alone. You know? Because everybody goes to Griswold's house. Ah. You know? That would have been great if they just called it stay at home. Stay at home. It's like, you've heard of home alone. Welcome to stay at home. <laughs> you know? It's uh, it's uh, it's what would have happened if the, if the, if the gang McAllister's just stayed home. Just stayed home. Yeah. <laughs> um, the uh, yeah. So so uh, yeah. Okay. The the vacation is the so that's that's your choice vacation for the yeah. movie tonight. All right. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm excited for it uh, that people hear it. I put a lot of work into this episode. I really like the movie, and uh, I started to really work in a lot of video clips. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like it's like in in the newer episodes, it's very clip heavy. And we've debuted a segment, I believe, in this episode called Marty Scorsese Past. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's great the way that we did it. We actually got Marty Scorsese to come in uh, and via webcam and, and contribute, which is, which is really neat. That's a great thing uh, I about won't Canada. tell you how the sausage is made. You have to check it out on Film is Dead show on YouTube. Folks, there you go. Uh, oh, hey, hey, for Casey Corbin, uh, go check out Spotify. The C train is on there now. Uh, the C train is a re-release of a, a special from 2008, and I've re-released the audio track of that special. And uh, and I feel like a lot of people should hear it. They probably haven't seen it or heard it before. So um, basically, if you're in Canada, you've probably heard it or seen it before because it has been on TV. But if you're from America, you've never seen it, so you might as well hear it. Uh, my 2008 special, The Sea Train, is now on, available on Spotify. and uh, Or uh, it's on I, uh, Apple Music as well, if you have that to so go there. But I prefer to push my Spotify, so check it out on Spotify. The Sea Train, along with uh, different jokes, Turtle Crossing, and Vampires are popular. Uh, with that said... Thank you for joining us here on Talking Wrestling. Thank you uh, for letting us put a headlock on your ear. And uh, uh, for Reese Turner. 
Yeah. Bye, guys. And yeah, for yeah, uh, Casey yeah, Corbin, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll you guys have a great weekend. Uh, go Islanders, go! And uh, we'll talk at you next week with another episode of Talking Wrestling. Woo! We're out. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. 